Is that how you say it? The only thing that I have is a is white claws downstairs, and I just like You're not in that, that mood. Not in that mood. Summer's over. Summer's dead. Honestly, okay, that's so when guys, I you know I was on vacation, so when I like. And I was in the tropics, and I get home, and it's freezing, and then I was, like, talking to someone, and they were like, you know what this means, this means we're gonna have so much snow, Uh, if the weather continues like this, and... Please don't say that. Um, yeah, well, that, this is what the streets are saying, so... (laughs) Word on the street. Word on the street is that, um... If it continues like this, this weather, today was warmer than the other days. Yeah, today was, like, I think at one point when I looked, it was, like, high like high 70s. Wow. Yeah. Imagine, like, just a couple weeks ago, we were, like, 85 with 100% humidity. Uh-huh. And September is, like, flew by. Um, remember when I told you August was over? Yeah. Well, September's over, too. September is over. Yeah. I think it's because, like, how everything's happening, all the weeks are, like, ending on a weekend almost, or, like, ending, I don't know, because, like, Labor Day happened, but it was, like, a later Labor Day uh-huh. than norm. No, it wasn't, like, September 1st. It was, like, the 7th or something. Yeah. You know? I, just, I, I do. I do understand what you're saying. The wording of it was just really funny because you were, like, you know how all the weeks are ending on a week on a weekday? Well, I meant weekend, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, um, but yes, so we are, welcome to Bruise on Film, we are back, this is our last Reese movie, um, are you sad about that? Um, I'm fine, I'm ready to move on, also, this might be controversial, but I want to say this was my least favorite movie. Oh, my okay, interesting. Favorite, well, not movie ever, my least favorite Reese movie. Re- least favorite Reese movie, okay, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I didn't take notes, um, and I mean, there's really, like, more so, like, bullet points to talk about, like, this, for the movie that we're doing, it's not, like, a, uh, it's, it's not as bad as a Hurt Locker, where we won't have anything to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll have things to talk about, but it, it's a lot. It's not like there's a pl- it's like, the thing is, is it's an autobiographical tale memoir of events. Yeah. And he is acting them. So what we're getting is her doing this journey plus flashbacks. And basically we're seeing like her childhood and how trauma in her childhood led to a troubled teen slash adult life. And this, this, this journey she's taking is kind of to address it and like restart her brain and all this stuff. Yes. that's what the movie is about. Yes, guys, the movie's wild. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, we never said it. We're doing. It's, we're... On, it's, it's like a true story, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And never forget in the Gilmore Girls revival when in the last episode, Lorelai decides that she needs to go do wild, and when she gets to the start of the Pacific Coast uh, Trail, um, and all the other women are there. And everyone's coming up to her going, book or movie? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, but that's great, honestly. And then, like, the park ranger is like, please, no throwing shoes off of the trails. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, at that point, obviously, this is my first time seeing the movie, so I had never, um, uh, like, did, probably didn't get that. Yeah. 
let's have like a little ketchup so i mean there's not like a super lot going on um making plans making birthday plans we love um, it. I'm excited. I'm also excited. I have her gift. I think you're gonna love it. Oh, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, like there's not like a super lot going on. Work has been like abnormally busy. Like today was the first day that like I kind of had like some time to breathe, which was nice. Had some time to breathe. Had some time to bake. <laughs> I always have time to bake. Um, no, you make the time to bake. I make the time to bake. Correct. Um. But yeah, so like nothing super crazy. Uh, I do want to say that I have been watching The Vow, which Harley had talked about on the last episode, on the Legally Blonde episode. She said that it was something that she wanted to get her eyes on. Yes. Um, so then I got my eyes on it before uh, Harley did. And uh, it's really fucking good. And before the pod, we were kind of talking about it where like, because we have all the information with things like cults, it's. I think it's very easy to be like, well, I would never do, like, I would never do anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the flip side of that is that when the vow, when, when the first episode of the vow, you're learning that, like, the girl Sarah is talking about it, and it's like a self-help group. It's the same girl from the podcast. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, I would say in the vow, there were times when she was talking about that for the first group the girl who was her assistant who was like who was like i was in sarah's like first one of her groups and in, i remember the one thing i ever in a group is she said everybody like raise your hand up something raise it as high as you can go and then she said why don't you stand on the thing and i was like i would totally have gone to like one of like yes. these things it's like not necessary like it, it's multi-level marketing it wasn't necessarily like and also i do want to like yes it's like cults except but i also um talked to my before this but i've been i listened to the heaven's gate um podcast which i knew about previously like i remember i would always watch things from like i love the 90s or like oh. weird things like that <laughs> and like or i just probably knew it from other stuff but it was like the big thing where they wore all the same nikes and the purple uh-huh. on their head and I, I think i probably knew that it was aliens like alien base but that is completely different yes. to me than like a vow of a, a, a nexium situation yes well the, the thing that i was going to say is that it's also it's again maybe it's because we have all the information with the nexium stuff but there are things that happen in these self-help groups that i feel like for me and i'm going to also speak for you and i'm going to say for you would be red flags like, yeah. like 100, like the, the second that they tell me, well, you need to call him Vanguard, I'd be like, call the yeah. fuck, call, call the fuck who? Like what? Like, I'm not calling yeah. anybody anything like, no. Or like when they're like, oh, well, you actually like have to like, you have to wear this sash. I'm gonna be like, I'm not wearing any, like, no, like this is now starting to like, this is inside me. I feel like would start to raise flags. And I'd be like, okay, this is a cult. My thing is, like, I have never committed to anything that much like that. So I don't, would not, I feel like, go to, like, a first couple of them. But then I'd be like, this is a lot of money. And I think I got what I wanted to get out of it. Yeah. That's even what I did with therapy. I was like, this is a lot of money. And I think I've gotten what I've gotten out of it. Was that the right choice? We don't know. Um, but, but 
Yeah, I don't think I would be able to stick with a cult. Like, I don't think that I would be like, the only cultish thing I feel like I could have ever said was like me going to dance school and like the dance school that I went to. Not that it was a cult, but it was like something that you like, you always knew. Well, I also did it since I was three. So it's like, you just grew up knowing it. And even if there was times where you were like, I don't want to do this. I want to leave. Like, I don't want to be doing this here. You were still like, no, I'm going to stay because it's like, it was your friends, and it was like, you yes. wanted to be able to get to a senior so you can have all the, these privileges and, like, all this stuff. Okay, so, you're describing a cult. Cult? Is it a cult? Um, <laughs> but I don't, as an adult, do I have the dedication, the interest, the time to dedicate to something like I that? I love the idea of you, like, being too lazy to, like, to, like, go through, like, fully committing to a cult. <laughs> That's the truth, though. That's the truth. Like, they keep reaching out to you being like, Harley, we need you to come back. And you're just like, I literally cannot. Like, no. Um, but, um, well, I famously have that uncomfortable, like, uh, fear of, like, group clapping. Like, I don't like when, like, it's, like, too many people clapping. Like, it makes me really uncomfortable, which is a lot of... You hate applause. Yeah, you I hate applause. I hate applause. Um... I don't know, because it's one of those things where it's like, why is everyone doing the same thing? And that's yeah. very much, like, what the beginning stages of Nexium is. We should say that, like, Nexium is, like, itself, like, pretty much like a pyramid scheme. It's, it is. It's, it's, it's a multi-level marketing thing. And, and then within Nexium is, like, all these different, like, organizations. And they dive into, like, them more in detail, like, all the specific ones, uh-huh. um, like, on the docu-series. And then, but the big one that everyone talks about is the DOS, which, yeah. which is, I don't remember what she said. So it's, it it's a woman's only, oh, what it means, it means like something, I don't know, it means something like, I don't remember, but. Because on the. Like a woman's only organization. Yes. Within, like, yeah. but it's also within another group. Like the girls are yes. in a group of Giselle or something like, something with a G. Um, it means for Dominus. Uh, obsquis, obsquis, I don't know how to say this word, seram, which, uh, a Latin phrase that, uh, translates to master over slave woman. And that's, yeah. and that's, like, what this whole thing, like, the DOS stuff, is that you, this, and again, I think it's because we have all this information, but I feel like red flags would be raised, like, and I don't want to be, like, why are people so stupid, but it, like, it's crazy to me to watch this and then have people be like, well, I was in it. So, like, you know, like, you don't realize, like, what's going on, like, when when it's happening. Um, but again, it goes back to, like, those specific type of people that are targeted by cults and, like, these types yeah. of groups. Because the fact that, like, in order to join this, you have to give collateral, which is basically you're just giving them blackmail that they can use yeah. on you. And you have to, like, it goes really deep, I th- deeper than on the podcast um like how you have to message your um master like can i wake up can i go to sleep can i have 100 calories can i go for a car ride can i go to the grocery store can i do this can i do that and and then the the master cannot like doesn't have to answer you but you always have to answer when the master texts you and if you don't, then they call you, and it's, like, a strike against you, and they're like, okay, like, next time this happens, like, you know, that nude photo that we took in that bathroom, like, it's gonna get leaked. Like, Yeah, you know what patience I have for that? Absolutely not. I would never. I'd be like, leak my damn photos. Leak them. <laughs> like. 
Um, well, that's like the other thing is that because the girl Sarah was talking about, it, and she's like, every few months they like re up the collateral. And she's like, Did they ask for new ones? Oh, yeah, they were like, put your face in it more. And like, yes, you're like, but she was saying that like the nude photos, like, is like base level, like the things, like, like she was like, her master was asking for like a deed to their house. Um, oh, yeah, I said that on the podcast, and I was like, this is wild. But yes. did she want up doing it? Yeah, she did everything. It was, she was, she, well, then she, she says on the, on the podcast, I think in the doc, she says that, like, it got to a point where, like, she was, like, she didn't have, like, anything else. So, yeah. So she, like, made stuff up about how, like. Oh, her, like, mom, her, 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 her husband. And about her kid and about how he was, like, abusive towards a child. So she, like, made shit up because, like, she wanted to, like, stay in this vow, in this group. And then there's the whole branding thing, which, like, I feel like at that point, like, right? Like, you're escorted into a room and you're seeing women being branded. And I feel like I would be, like. This is the actual like last straw. Like, yeah, I need to get out. So it's just it's crazy. The thing with cults is that how much time is spent grooming the people so that they don't they're not really questioning what's going on around them. Yeah. Um. But it's a fascinating. It's fascinating. The vow. It's really interesting, and I can't wait for you to watch it and for us to talk about it. Yeah. Um. I'm like really big into cults now, so um, and now I'm so now my most recent thing that I am that has I guess been giving me joy is all of my cult content. So then I was saying I just listened to the Heaven's Gate thing, which is just truly wild because it's also like before cell phones and all of this stuff, and, or like internet everywhere. And I mean, like literally, the internet is like the at last thing that they like have that like they put up this thing on the uh, Heaven Gate website. You can like go onto it and look at it now, uh-huh. and it will be like. Think like the Hail Bob comment has come to save us. Like, thank you. We've been waiting forever for this. Like, all this, like, join us or like something Ugh. like spooky crazy. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I watched that and then, um, I just been listening to this is not so as much cults, but it's like the, the, I think the verge between like culting, not even cultiness, but kind of like. And religion, um, I've been listening to this new podcast about the LDS, like, um, the, um, Warren Jeffs, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, th- about, like, the, the Mormon, the, the fundamental Mormon group, um, in something Creek, I can't remember what it is, but, um, just all about, like, the, it, I'm in the early episode, so it's, like, talking about how, like, just the church in general, what the history was, and then once Warren came into power, how, like, everything changed, People were getting married off, and they are polygamists. Like mm-hmm. they're through always. That's how they were in their religion. Like you have to be tied to a tied. To, like women again don't really matter other than to like have children, and like but you have to be tied to a priesthood man to be. This is just normal in their religion. Yeah. Able to like go to heaven, mm-hmm. but but usually like they would maybe even date. Um, the man before like being brought but this and like once this guy comes in he like is like marrying off 14 year olds and like all of this like kooky crazy stuff but yeah but Uh, that's 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 interesting that's where i am now um only thing i haven't really been doing anything else oh i have caught up on most to all of my bravo content i haven't watched any i don't watch any of my drag race stuff i'm in the middle of the newest 
Potomac episode, which I'm just like giving me more than I could ever want. It is the juiciest. And Michael's like, turn off the camera. And I'm like, this is real. This is real. Here's my question. You ready? Yeah. And I need to know why no other lady is asking this question. Michael says, this is his story. He got drunk and he passed out, right? Yeah. Why is the picture? And, and then he says he wakes up and he goes to check his phone. Why is he in his boxers if he passed out? Maybe he got nudie. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. But I mean, okay, I didn't get to the end of the episode, so I don't know what the women know yet. I'm just saying that I that that's the question I have. Detective Mike. Um, but yeah, other than that, I really haven't done anything. Potomac is so good. Um, I can't wait for Salt Lake City. Um, and goodbye, Teddy Joe Mellencamp. It's been not fun. She's off of, off of Beverly Hills. Yeah, but I mean, I thought she did a good season. So, uh, this is the one season where I was like, I honestly don't, she didn't give us anything. She gave us really. nothing. She didn't really give us anything, but I was like, I could chill with Teddy. Okay. But neither did Erica Jane. Erica Jane didn't give us anything. Erica Jane's a different energy, though. Yeah, so I, well, I love Teddy's plain, I like Teddy's plain energy this season, but it wasn't like plain and needy and like weird. It was just kind of fine. Also, Denise is gone. Good riddance. I was Garcelle too, right? Um, Garcelle's not confirmed. She said that okay. she that she uh, is still in like negotiations and that okay. she would be willing to come back if they would have her. So I'm like, hmm. okay, yeah. Uh, a lot of people yeah. don't want Lisa back, which. I understand, but... Lisa like, Nana? Yeah. Eh. I don't know. Maybe maybe a shake-up would, would do us some good. I feel like Kyle did nothing this se- other than, like, be mean to Garcelle in the beginning. I feel like this season was kind of just, eh. I enjoyed this season. I enjoyed it because of the, the Denise stuff and how bad yeah. a liar Denise was. <laughs> yes, this is right. Um, okay, wait, but one, I wanted to tell you, have you read or uh, watched... Salt Lake City stuff? No. Okay. So one of the new housewives, I believe her name is Mary. Uh-huh. She is married to her step-grandfather. Yeah. That's like some of the my Mormon pod I'm listening to. So, so I, and I believe it was so that she could keep the family business in her name. So is she like really married or not really? I don't know, but I'm I'm intrigued by this woman. These questions, okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. that's all I that's all I really that's all I have. Me too. Um, okay, so before we get into the movie, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. What Mike was supposed to be drinking, <laughs> but I we didn't realize we were not going to be together, and just didn't think about it. Okay, give me one moment, please. Yes. So what we are drinking today, it's called Allagash, that's the brewery, and it's in Maine, um, And but it's called North Sky, and it's stout. It's smooth, roasted, and silky. It's 7.5%. Um, and I picked it because I thought it would, it, look at, it's got like constellations oh, and stuff yeah. on it, and I feel like when you're hiking, I did pick this before I watched the movie, but like it's got some like. Like, when you're hiking, you look at the north, you, like, look for the north star, or, like, I don't know. If you're, like, I never hiked at the nighttime. But 
But anyway. I've never, yeah, I've never hiked up the mountain. Um, like a clear um, night lit by stars, this silky Belgian-inspired stout balances light notes of fruit and sweetness with roasty malt. Um, inspired by a late evening spent around the crackling fire, North Sky is brewed to merge lightness and darkness into a super sippable stout. Okay. Um, I will say it is pretty sip- sippable. It also has like a little bit of a nutty flavor, so I think that's the roasted um, flavor. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, no, it's not really that big of information here. I did look up the difference between a porter and a stout, and I was reading the history on that. Maybe I'll get that to you one day. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you like it? You drink it, like, again? Besides for the pot. Yeah, it's actually really light tasting. And then you get, like, a little bit of, um, like, after you, like, drink it for, like, a couple bit, you get, like, a little bit of, like, bitter, more bitterness. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I'm liking it. Um, let me read you some reviews. Do you remember when we were baking cookies at my house and you said you got to throw the greasy piles of shit at the North Star? Yeah. I, I don't remember that, but, um... Many people have reminded the, me. The retelling, you remember. Yes. Is that also when I said I was going to take my bra off and hit you with it? Yes, it was. I, I believe it was also. This was a wild night. Guys. That's when we were playing the, um, the yeah, categories. Gestures. Gestures. And she and Harley was trying to get us to say laryngitis. And she couldn't. And then she got okay. mad and she said, well, what the hell is laryngitis anyway? <laughs> Guys, we know I can't read. Um, and also, I would like to just point out that, like, these events all took place over, I believe it was one night, and there, was, was. there was no output, like, there was no substances. This was, oh, no. This was just our high school manic energy. Guys, I'm kooky crazy. Um, <laughs> if you haven't gotten that already. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Okay, so this review, they're all on Untapped, there was none on Beer Kit, so these are plain, simple, to the point, just people checking in their beer. This is like the everyman's beer rating, okay. compared to a uh, beer advocate, where we have the teas, the, the lacings, the this, the that, okay. Just a simple, clean, no-nonsense stout with the purity of the main sky. Um, I could drink these indefinitely. That comes back why? Out of five stars, what do you think it is? Is that quite? Are you an author? Like the, the image, the like you painted a picture. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say it's a four point three. It's a four. Okay. Um. Okay. This one's simple, easy. This is me describing the review. Okay. Simple, it's easy. Here's the review. <laughs> I really, you took a, a quite a long pause <laughs> after simple, and I was like, oh, okay, just a one word review. <laughs> Um, but this is a real chef's kiss. <laughs> That's it. Asterisk chef's kiss. Asterisk. <laughs> um, out of five, what is this review, Mike? The review is Gorgina. <laughs> <laughs> but out of five, uh, um, three point nine. Four point five. It's a chef's kiss. That's top of the line. I know, but I don't know. Okay, last one here. Okay. Very nice alert. Wasn't <laughs> expecting such a cozy blanket of a beer. Ooh. That's Robbie T. And what it, he drank it on September 20th, so only a couple days oh, ago. three days ago. Yeah. Um, not to date the podcast. 
Uh, Ooh, I did just kiss. This guy only drank it 12 hours ago, but I screenshotted it, I think, yesterday. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> um, that one, I'm going to say 4.3. 4.5 also. Wow. So this is a high. This is high. People, yeah, I think people, also people just rate higher on... People uh, really live, laugh, love this beer. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, honestly. Yeah. Is it more like a winter beer, would you say? Yeah, I would definitely say a winter beer, which I feel like, I mean, or like a, a this weather beer, like kind of, we're getting a little chilly. Yeah. Grab a sweater. It's, it's time for sweater weather and chapstick. Here we go. Damn, it's chapstick weather. <laughs> um, okay, so Wild released yeah. um, on December 3rd, 2014. Grossed thirty-seven million worldwide. What would you say the Rotten Tomato score is? Seventy-eight. It's an eighty-eight. Wow. Okay. Powerfully moving and emotionally resonant, Wild finds director Jean-Marc Vallée and star Reese Witherspoon working at the peak of their respective powers. Okay. Um, some trivia for you. Um. Director Jean-Marc Vallée would not let Reese Witherspoon read the instruction manual to the tent nor the stove. All of the frustration shown on screen was genuine. Okay. Uh, method acting. Method acting. Shot almost completely with natural light, which is really cool. That's awesome, yeah. Um, this was originally planned as Reese Witherspoon's movie after Gone Girl, also released in 2014. Was Reese Witherspoon in Gone Girl? Hold on, I'm getting there. Uh, no, she wasn't. No, we didn't no, see it. We, yeah, we, we didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, no, but she produced it. Um, um, but it was fast-tracked when Witherspoon decided to produce Gone Girl, having dropped the intention of playing its lead role of Amy. Remember I said that? I said that... Yes, 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 yes. I remember this trivia, yes. Um, the backpack that Cheryl carries in the film was filled with old newspapers to make the hiking sequences look real. Okay. Um, and Reese Witherspoon was picked by the author of Wild, Cheryl Strayed, to portray her in the film. I feel like for some reason that um, Reese Witherspoon's like, production, whatever, made this movie. I mean, she produced it, so they might have made this movie. Okay, um, then I was like, that's why she was it. But I mean, I do think, I did look up photos of her of the lady, and I mean, they look semi-similar, but... Also just... Actually, I looked up, I saw a photo, I watched, when I looked it up, I saw a side, because honestly... While I was watching the movie, I was, like, much more intrigued about the lady in real life, so yeah. I was just, like, Googling, like... She's in the movie. Up. She when? has, like, a brief, like, real brief cameo. She's the one at the very start of the movie that drops Cheryl off at the motel. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, also, Jean-Marc Vallée. Yeah. If this name sounds familiar to you, it's because it he directed the first season of Big Little Lies. Okay, and also Laura Dern. And also Laura Dern. My queen, Laura Dern, who, guys. Laura Dern has so skinny arms. I will say that in this movie, all I could think about was her skinny arms. She has real skinny arms. And guys, you know I have a love for Laura Dern, like, un, like undying love for Laura Dern. In this movie, I wanted more Laura Dern. I could say, I was about to say, this role could have been played by anyone. Yes, um, but it did earn her an Oscar nomination, Laura Dern. For this role? For Best Supporting Actress, as well as Reese Witherspoon in... I will say, in she did not... She had, like, 
four lines maybe and then the other parts were just like montages of her like slow-mo dancing or in the hospital or petting a horse like i don't think that deserves an oscar no offense well she didn't win but i don't um, think that deserves a nomination maybe. there are people who are out here acting <laughs> um reese witherspoon was also nominated but she did not win julianne moore won that year for still alice oh well i think reese that was a contender. I thought she was good in this movie. I agree. I thought she was great. Yeah. Um, it's one of it's one of the more uh, she's it's it's a very and this is probably we can get we can jump into it. This is probably why it's so difficult to talk about this movie because it's a lot of Reese Witherspoon solo walking and it's a lot yeah. of her expression, but it's not an over the top. It's not a comedy. Like the things no, that are happening no. are not are not like kooky. So it's a lot yeah. of her expression, but this expression is more authentic and subdued because it's just her the entire time. Yeah, and it's interesting because I see, like, maybe because we've just been watching race movies, but there were certain times where she would say a, 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 say a dialogue, and I was like, I knew she was already going to say that. And I don't know if it's just, like, I could write the script, or do I just know Reese too much now? <laughs> maybe it's both. Are you saying that you adapted this this script? I might have. I didn't even read the book. <laughs> Um, okay, wait. So the movie opens with her throwing the shoes over the the trail. Um, I get, that gave me anxiety. It also gave me... A lot of things in this movie gave me anxiety. I'm going to say the yeah. thing that gave me the most anxiety is all the hitchhiking. Same. It gave me the most anxiety. I, we have to remember this was 1995 that this takes place. Um, that was the immediately the first thing I Googled because I was like, it could be any time. Yeah. It could be any time. Other than no cell phone, it could be any time. Yes. Um, and then, but then I was like, this is for sure, for sure, because it's when Jenna Garcia died, he died on my first birthday. And that was 1995. There you go. Uh, literally on my first birthday, my dad was devastated. Like, did, was, did not come home. And then you had a Jerry Garcia-themed birthday? No. He just, like, went out and got drunk with his softball friends. Well, I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, also the toenail thing really, like, an ab- that absolutely made me want to die. All right, so the movie starts in, basically, the the movie starts in the middle of the movie, basically. Um, yes. So when, once we catch up to it in the middle, her next, the next thing that she does to, because now she doesn't have shoes, is she puts on socks and then duct tapes sandals. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god. It's, to her Tebas, yeah. Yeah, so bad. Um, I will say that, that like, this, I don't, is it, like, is one of the takeaways supposed to be, like, um, to, like, hike the Pacific Coast Trail? Because this made me want to do the opposite of that. Same, I was like, this is not something that I would want to do. No. That many amount of days? Who has that amount of days? Who has that amount of time? I did love when, when she's hitchhiking and the guy pulls over from the hobo times. That was funny. I also like felt so much anxiety with the tractor guy and then he went home to she went home to his nice like little family and he was Yes. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things where it's like uh you're just very concerned for her the whole time. Uh, probably because she is a woman and you're just like, we, like, we've seen this story before. Yeah, but you also, like, it's kind of like the contrasting thing, like, you see, like, 
all the scary stuff, like, as a woman that she, like, is going through. And then you also see, like, as a woman on the trail, like, all the respect and kind of, like, attention she's getting in, yeah. a, in a positive yeah. light. Yes, too. for sure. Um, I guess I guess what we should say is that, like, to make it a little bit more linear, is that she, we should just put in a very bad wig, portraying a, a teenager... Is she supposed to be a teenager? No, she's a divorce. She's, no, not a teenager. No, 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 no. Before that. Oh! Is she a teen or is she in college? I don't know. I couldn't tell. Me neither. Yeah, I don't, I couldn't tell because Laura Dern is also in school. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think they would send an adult back to high school. Like, they would send an adult to, like... GED. GED, yeah. Yeah. So, I think it might have been, like, a community college or something. So... But she's in a bad wig, either way. But also, if I was going to, like, community college with my mom, I'd be like, whatever. Like, yeah. this is community college. Like, I mean, it does seem I'm like she's kind of Maybe if I was, like, a, a freshman, I might have had different, had a different mindset. But um, now, as a 26-year-old, I'm like, heck yeah, mom, let's go to college. <laughs> let's go to class. <laughs> but I don't have to make any friends. We could be in all the same groups together. It would be so fun. Um, and... Flash forward even so, her mom Bobby is in an abusive relationship with an alcoholic. And yes, who is their father? Who is their father? And she has a brother named Leaf. Yeah. Who sucks? Like Leaf, who's dumb? Who sucks? Who sucks? Yeah, he does suck. And they they like have like all of this uh, like turmoil, but they have like a real like bond and love for each other. Uh, Cheryl and Bobby, like Cheryl and the mom. Yeah. And the mom gets diagnosed with some type of cancer. It's like a spinal, it's probably like a bone cancer. Um, and ends up passing away. And this passing triggers Cheryl, she, who is married to um, this guy. She's Paul. not married. Yeah, but she's not married at that point, I don't think. I thought she was. Oh, maybe. Because I they, don't know. Because I thought they showed her getting married. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I maybe. Um, I just assumed that it was after, but I don't know. But. Because still like, lived in the house with her mom and, like, did whatever with her mom. So that's why I was like, huh? But they were married at one point, though, yeah? Right? Because they get They were, yeah. Because he comes back and he, like, gets her when she, like, moves to Port wherever she moved. Yeah, Portland. Yeah, and he gets her. Yeah. But, like... Were they married? I was that one that was confused. It's like, were they already married? I th- I I was. I thought they were. They like didn't really explain it. I assume that it they. It seems like he might have been like an old boyfriend or something. He they, they definitely I don't know. were like like high school sweethearts or something like like along those lines. I assume they were married because so so she moves to Portland and starts doing drugs and yeah. like having casual having like yeah like casual sex which like you come to find out is affairs because when she's getting the tattoo, that ugly, ugly tattoo, yeah. Um, yeah. she says, like, I cheated on him, like, multiple times. So that's why I assume yeah. she was married. Because, like, I feel like if... I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, right. Um, which is, so all of this is, she, she kind of goes on this downward spiral because of Bobby's death, and she decides that she's gonna hike the Pacific Coast Trail to, uh, like, clear her mind and start over. And the yeah. movie the movie follows her throughout the entire journey with, like like you said, Harley, like, with flashbacks and stuff like that. Um, 
I like the scene when she like stops at that one rest area and the guy is like, well, you have to make your backpack lighter. So then he starts going through all yeah, the different I, stuff. Yeah, I was about to say, he's like, you have to burn your books. You have to like do all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, she's big into po- I, into poetry, Cheryl. Yeah. Because she did like the Michael, she does like the, the Michael Scott thing where it's like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Sarah, and but she does Michael like Sarah. Michael, <laughs> Michael Scott. Michael Sarah um, is also hiking the Pacific Coast Trail. We're <laughs> right behind Cheryl Strait. But she writes like something, and then it's like Hemingway, but Cheryl Strait. Yeah. Um, or, or what is the like lady here? Connor Flannery. Yeah, and like Emily Dickinson, she quotes. Yeah. Um, I believe she does do uh, Hemingway, too. And then there's that great scene with, like, the young guys. And they're like, oh, oh my god, yeah. we, we love reading your quotes. Yeah. We called you, like, I don't know, they, like, named her, like, badass of the PCT. Think, or queen of the PCT. Queen of the PCT, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the Pacific what? Pacific Coast Trail. PCT. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. P- it's the yeah, PCT. okay, PCT. Because I was thinking... PCH, because I was like, I've driven on the PCH. No, no, no. And I was like, why is this not the PCH? And then that's the Pacific Coast Highway. So she might have been on the highway. She probably was on the highway, like, for all that hitchhiking that she does. Which yeah. is, that, like we said, like, that gave me the most anxiety. I was just so concerned for her. Yeah. Um, but then in the back of my mind, I was like, well, she has to, like, survive because she writes this book, so. Um, yeah. The only part that, like, I didn't like seeing her shoot up heroin and, her, and stuff. Yeah, that I don't was bad. Like that stuff. Uh, um, I hated the creepy hunters. Um, yeah, I did like oh, that. Oh, and then having to like filter that water made me so ill. Same, same. I said I thought, oh, there's something bad's gonna happen when she drinks the water. I was like, something horrible. Like she's gonna like need to get like medi uh, medi helicoptered like out of this place. Oh God. Um, yeah, I also just would hate the fact that it goes from, like, blazing hot desert, and then, like, you walk a few hundred miles, and, and it's just snow. Like, that yeah. sounds... Everything about this is miserable. And I don't know why I, like, every time I watch Survivor, I'm like, I could do this. Because then I watch a movie like this, and I'm like, I actually, like, yeah. could not do this. I, yeah. I feel like if any... If out of the two of us, you would be able to do it more than I would be able to do it. I honestly probably could. I was gonna say I feel like I feel like you would enjoy something like this. Um, not for that long. I'm not doing that for that long. Like, can't commit to uh, a cult. Can't commit to a hike. Can't commit to a fucking set ninety day hike. No, no thanks. Um, but it is like you said. Like, it, like the people she meets along the way is like super interesting. I like I like that that like at every that like she planned it out ahead. So then like there's boxes waiting for her from like her ex husband. Then doesn't she not get the box the one time? No, she gets it. I thought one box she didn't get, and she was like, "I'm supposed to have something." Oh, I don't know because then it cuts to her opening a box. Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't know, but also too the fact that she buys the wrong size hiking boots, like. Yeah. Hello. Um, but also, like, when she meets the guy when he's, like, taking a bath. And, <laughs> like, nakey, nakey. Yeah, and then she's, like, he's, like, oh, like, well, we do all this training. He's, like, oh, apparently it's a bad year, like, snow in the Sierras. <laughs> and then he's, like, oh, but we do all this training, you know. So yeah. 
And then the guy, she's like training, what? and then and then he 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 winds up not being able to even finish it, and she does. Yeah, he quits. Um, yeah, which is like super interesting. Uh, I want to. I would like to go to that bridge that she ends on, the Bridge of Gods. It seemed really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I want to go. I want to go to that place in the place in Oregon that she goes to, or Wash Ash Ashland or Ash something. You love a place that has ash in it. Yeah, it's but it looks where they where she like met the Jerry Garcia got went to the, did the Jerry Garcia stuff and I was like heck of vibing with that place. Uh-huh. It also looked a lot like um Twilight. Yes, it did look a lot like Twilight. Yeah. And uh, when she is that's when she's like in the the store and the woman's like, ooh, I think you need to. Yeah, personal hygiene is important. <laughs> it was a very pretty woman moment. Um. Yeah, I mean. I think that it is a v- very, it's a subdued role for Reese. It's a very raw movie for Reese. She's not wearing any makeup. She's, yeah. she's, she's you know, when she's filming this movie, she is walking and hiking for all of this time. Yeah. Um, I think that the emotion that, that she shows is, like, really gripping and, like, powerful. I think it's a... Yeah. Did they film it where it was actually supposed to be? I don't Did know. You know? I could look. Um, I love the scene when she runs into the little boy and the grandma. Same, um, I love that. And then she was like, "My mom's dead. Oh yeah. my dad's dead." Yeah. Um, and then she uh has like that breakdown like right after. Yeah. And that to be like super powerful. Um, it. I mean, it says filming locations. Yeah, it says that it was. It says Pacific Crest Trail, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington, Ashland, Oregon. Ashland. Wait, I said it right. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, look at me. Crater Lake, Oregon. Like it. So it says that they filmed it at all of these places. God, it must have been so fucking hot. And so cold. Yeah. No thanks. Absolutely not. Uh, Absolutely no. It's just, it's, it's a, it's, I mean, I was, I was entertained the entire time. Like, I never once was like, oh, I'm so bored. You know what I mean? Neither. I think it was a different role than we're used to seeing Reese in, even when you look at, like, um, Big Little Lies. Like, it is different. It's big. Everything, everything Reese does is, like, it's usually, like, an exaggerated something. Yeah. And this is a lot of. It's just her. I think it's probably just the first time she's ever playing someone, like, who's an actual freaking person. Like... Well, June Carter. Oh, ooh, but that she's good. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. Even, but even June Carter, like, June Carter's, like, sassy, and June Carter, like, yeah, has, like, yeah. a little bit of, like, a bite to her. Like, this person yeah. is very much, like, a normal person. Yeah. Like, like she had, like, fucked up shit happened to her, and she did, like, have, like, a mental break and, like, a spiral and all this stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, like... Like, when we see her hiking the trail, like, she is recovering from all of this. She's getting her, you know, her life back on track in a way. Um, it was, like, also, like, cool to, like, kind of when she was, like, hiking stuff and she was, like, giving her, we, like, heard herself give herself, like, pep talks. And I yeah. was, like, these are things that I do for myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it was hashtag relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure you're gonna come on this podcast and you'd be like, "I want to hike the Pacific Coast Trail." No, you're you're a hiker. 
Yeah, I'm going to go hike this weekend, but I don't want to do something that looks that painful or is that long. What's the longest hike you've been on? I don't know, like 12 plus miles, maybe? Would, would you ever do one where you had to carry a big monster backpack like that? I would maybe do like something that was like a three day, a three day or where yeah. we camped and stuff. But if it was like also like if I was with someone else or like with a friend or like something like I'm not doing that alone. Yeah. Like I would get fucking freaked the fuck out mm -hmm. in the nighttime. Yeah. Like my anxiety is not having, having this like creepy man snake in my thing. Like no. Oh yeah. When she runs into the uh, rattlesnake. <laughs> also like I can't even poop in normal life like when am i ever pooping oh my out god with mush when, like, she, when she had to cover her poop with rocks yeah <laughs> crazy um also relatable when she didn't know how to put that tent together i was like same girl mm -hmm. um and then she bought the wrong gasoline for the stove yeah and she had to eat the cold mush that made me want to i was like i would be i would quit i would quit right there cold mush with nuts yeah <laughs> um but it is. It's it's very much a resilience movie. Yes. Um, and you know that. It makes me feel like I, you know what? If I want to do something and put my mind to it, I can do it. Yes. I think that's like the point of the movie too, yes. and it's also like the point of like you can go through a lot of hard stuff. Yes. And like still come out like kind of like um, triumphant, yes. like yes. whatever. And that and that like everyone grieves in their own way. Everyone, yeah. everyone does things in their own way, and everyone faces their trauma in their own way. Like, this is her, yeah. literally, she's alone with her thoughts, which is very scary most of the time. Yeah. And she doesn't have anything else to do except move forward um, and, like, face all the shit that she went through, which I find... I wish I had, like, enough time to do, like, a soul-searching trip like that. <laughs> Yeah, like, like come on, why love. don't we get a month off or something? Well, here's, like, the thing. So, like, Eat, Pray, Love is, like, very similar to, like, a wild, you know, except it's that, like, she travels, like, to different countries and, like, eats a lot of food, which yeah. I, that is more <laughs> my speed of, like, if I'm going to do, like, a soul-searching trip, like, I'm going to I'm gonna travel to Italy, I'm going to eat a bunch of pasta, and then, like, be like, okay, yep, I found myself. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, like, I... The whole thing is that it's physically hard, so it, like, pushed her more mentally. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, it's a very beautiful film. Yes, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty to look at. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything. The whole horse thing, I was, like, just confused about it. I was like, we could cut the horse thing out, like... Yeah, I mean, it comes in so late at, at in Laura Dern's yeah, story. Think that it was, you would think that it was, like, something that, like, we knew from the second. Mm -hmm. She's a horse girl. <laughs> um, yeah, the brother sucks. We already said that. I, I like the, the ex-husband. I find him to be quite charming. Oh, me too. Um, he's married to Amanda Seyfried in real life. Is Amanda married to who? Amanda Seyfried. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, his name is Thomas San, San something. Thomas something. Um, he's from the newsroom. Thomas Sadowski. Hmm. Um, I like a nice little uh, Gabby Hoffman. Uh, Kim, like, small part. Was that, was that her, her friend? Yeah, her friend. Um, you probably know her from Girls. 
Yeah, I knew. Yes, yes. I was like trying to for, like think about where I knew her from. Um, the really creeper, the really creepy ranger was like disgusting when he was like, "I'll only give you your box if you'll have a drink with me." Yeah. Um, and then he only brought her coffee and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Ugh. So bad. I'm glad that the boys came. Yes. Same. Um. Yeah, I don't know like what else there is to like say about it. Yeah, again, I agree. I think it is um pretty not it's not the same as uh what's it called? The hurt, the hurt walker. But cuz I but I think it was like very easily explained about how I literally explained it like it is her going on a journey. It was really easily explained because of how I explained it. <laughs> Because I'm a genius. Um, yeah, so I'm, that's all I'm saying. So Okay. Um, what would you rate... Uh, what, what do you want to give the beer? I give this beer a... Uh, let me give one more sip. Okay. And save one for me, and then I'll try it, and then I'll factor in my thing. Okay, yeah, I have a four-pack, so... Um... I think you will actually like this though, because I know you don't love a dark beer, but I think it's not really like offensive. When you when you, when I saw it was dark, I was like honestly relieved. <laughs> <laughs> um, I give this like a three point seven. Okay, okay. You're not at a chef's kiss level though. No. Um. Okay. And then what are you gonna give the beer to recap? I mean the movie to recap. Our Reese month. We started with election. You gave it a 3.5. Uh-huh. The average was a 3.4. Then we moved on to a near-perfect movie, Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. You gave <laughs> you gave that a 4.6. Average was 4.65. So what are you going to give Wild? The end of our Reese month, we've been talking about it for, I feel like since the beginning of quarantine, we were going to do this. So I'm going to give it a 4. A 4. Just mm-hmm. a straight tell a, tell a solid score. Yeah. But do I need to watch it tomorrow, the next day? Did it completely, like, keep me, oh, my God, like, gripping my eyes to the screen? No. Yeah. I think I went in the shower for some parts and then came out. So. <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it. <laughs> I'm giving it a. 3.7. Okay. Just because I enjoyed it. I think Reese is very good in it. I think it's an underrated Reese performance. Even though she was nominated for an Oscar, I feel like she's working at like a really high level here. Um, it's a really good performance. Uh, so- I, I think it is, but again, I'm talking about the content of the movie. The average is 3.85. So... I'm not mad about it. That's, elections, that's elections are lowest, which feels right to me. Okay. Um, and Legally Blonde is obviously the highest. Yes. Which also feels right to me. That feels right to me as well. Um, but yeah. So that concludes Reese Month. We finally did it. Woo! Um, and now we move on to October, which is we're doing we're copying what harley did so in august we did all of her favorite movies october we're doing my favorite movies and i'm gonna say this yeah yeah you like the picks 
Um, um, I think. I really, honestly, only, my head was, like, only kind of, um, the first one. Okay. Actually, I just looked at the list. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the second... Do I want to really watch what I, whatever your favorite movie is? The second one is my, uh, is my actual That's favorite That's what I'm saying. Movie. Do I really want to watch that one? I don't know. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, so I don't really... Yeah, so maybe you'll have a different appreciation for it. But what I'm going to say is that, like, this list, the first, the second one that we're going to do is my favorite movie. It's the movie that I say is my favorite movie. We we have done a majority of my favorite movies already. Like, we did Gone Girl. Uh, we, yeah. did, we did Jurassic World, which is not my favorite movie. Jurassic Park is my favorite movie. But I feel like it's, like, too... Like we're too like close to a Jurassic World for me to be like Jurassic Park again. Yeah, yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. you would you would hate me. <laughs> um, yeah, no thanks. Um, so that's why like Zodiac is is a movie that we're not doing. It's one of my favorite movies, but I'm saving Zodiac for a different theme. Gotcha. So like there are things on your so like this list. Yes. Well, again, my movies that I picked were they my favorite movies? Five Green Tomatoes, yes. Thirteen? No. Not my favorite movie, but, you know, it was a good to rewatch it. Well, I can say that, like, these, all of these movies I have rewatched numerous times because I love them so much. Spe- like, specifically I mean, the one we're doing next week. Yes. I mean, the movie that we winded up not doing for a month because I was so busy uh-huh. is a movie that I frequently, frequently rewatch, uh-huh. and we'll need to, like, be brought back yes. up again that's one of that's like a like a, not even being like that's like if i catch it halfway when it's on tv i have to sit automatically and watch it yes it's just, and because you, you can because you can you know yes absolutely um but anyway so that's what we're doing for october um and yeah i do want to yes. just i do want to just say so that everyone is aware that we are going to be doing three movies a month. Yes. Um, so if Girl, you... it's a day to, to get our shit together because she's running a small business and working full-time and driving two hours to commute, so... So if you don't see us, we'll, we'll give you a heads up the weeks that we're not going to be on, but if you're looking for an episode and it's not there, it's because we're only doing... we're doing three a month, so... And you know what? We've given you enough... We've given you we used, a to give you, we used to get two episodes a week. We, but we've given you enough that way. But we've given you enough suggestions of podcasts that you could easily replace us for one for, for one day. Yeah. One week. Yeah. So be grateful. Don't be don't be whiny. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy over here. Um. But other than that, I think that's it for us. Um, we'll see you next week. Yes. Yes. Next week. Um, the episode comes out on my birthday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big B-Day episode. And is it our one year? It's almost our one year anniversary. So, I think it is our one year. <laughs> one year breeze, baby. Maybe we'll do something special. We'll see. Um, maybe we'll have a fun little, bo- like, a special episode. A of little the best special bonus. Um, but other than that, you guys know the deal. Follow us on Instagram at Bruce on Film. And then... Um, great review do all that good good stuff we appreciate it we appreciate you listening xoxo gossip girl cheers